welcome back. I'm Kim Bailey. She's Fuliana Osborne and this is Inside Exec. Today I want to throw out a bit of a challenge to those of you who are managers of frontline staff or retail staff where you are not always accessible to their workplace. So it's not for managers who perhaps in the hospitality industry are there and see their frontline staff all of the time through different shifts. It's more for managers who don't see their staff interacting with the, the customer base on a day-to-day basis or even a month-to-month basis at every time of the day where they might be doing that interaction. Now this has been brought about naturally enough by an experience that I had most recently, but it's not an isolated experience and this is why I thought it might be interesting to talk to you about it. In one of my roles as a consultant many years ago, probably over 20 years ago now, I worked in an organisation, I worked for an organisation, where the spread of hours, working hours for the staff, and and in that sense dealing with the customers, was seven days a week five of those days it was 12 hours and other days it was longer hours and there was also a component of it that went out into the community and did community outreach as we called it in those days the community outreach component of the business had never had a manager go out and actually see what they were doing in all of the years that they'd been doing it and similarly any manager that had been on site had worked set hours, managerial hours, uh, and not been there for the span of hours that it took to provide this service to the community. So it was very interesting for me to actually do that. And I felt that I had to do that because I wouldn't know the business as well as I should and be able to suggest changes to it without doing that activity. What came as a result of that was not just that the staff were one of other of two things. They were either really pleased that I had made the effort to see what it was like at those times of the day and they felt more open about suggesting things, suggesting things that they felt would be good changes because of the fact that they were working at those times and, and had a history of what happened in terms of the customer inter- interface at that particular time. I got a chance to talk to the customers, the clientele that were coming in as well and talk to them about what their needs were and what they saw as the shortfalls of the service that was being provided, as well as the benefits, because for some it was a great benefit to have this after-hours service, this access to these people at times that suited them rather than fitted into the standard of the way it was being offered. But what I also had a chance to do was look at the flow of people through the building through the service all of the things that are peripheral to the actual service itself but you need to see as a manager you might be making decisions about a particular service and the efficiency of that service without having actually been through the service from a client's point of view certainly you're looking at it from a management point of view and that's what you're paid to do but you do need to understand that the service And there might be things that you can bring in to change the service once you've walked the path of the client, of the customer. And so that's what I did on that that occasion. More recently, 
what has brought it to mind is it seems to be the purview of retail establishments that I go to. When I go there, when there's half an hour left before their closing time or 15 minutes left before their closing time and they'll do one of two things. They'll either say, they'll remind you every step of the way that you've only got X amount of time before they're closing the door or they will say, don't worry, you know, you take your time, your business is important to me is what they're saying, uh, whether they say that or not. And so we'll be here for as long as you need to make your your buying, your purchasing decision, whatever it is. The worst I have had was the most recent experience. Manager and one staff person were standing at the door. As I walked through, they said, we're closing in five minutes. And I said, yes, I know. I'm, I know exactly what I want. I'm going directly to it. They made an announcement over the PA while I was you know, a minute and a half into this transaction, into to walking to where I needed to go. And then when I got to the checkout and paid my money, the manager, the, the person on the, on the cash register was quite pleasant. The manager, as I walked past, said, very lucky, in exactly that tone of voice. The fallout from that tiny interaction, you know, seconds of interaction, means that I will not go into that store to buy again. I will not recommend that people go into that store. In fact, I'd probably go out of my way to say don't bother going there because if that is the attitude of the manager who is there at the end of the day, then I don't want to go there because my business is obviously not as important as them getting away on time. Now, I do understand that there is an issue about paying people for being at a venue longer than they need to be. I understand the management side of things. What I'm asking you to consider is, is this the attitude that you want your customers to go away with? Is this you know, the last point of contact, this last touch, is what leaves an impression, is the way that we will judge your business? And if you don't know that that's happening or you're concerned that it might be happening, then you need to observe that yourself. And you might observe other things. You might observe that your staff are actually staying back and not claiming time, but are doing good things for the business, and you need to acknowledge that. You need to say, like, I came in incognito, and I saw that you helped this person, you did this, you did that, whatever it is, and you're really making a difference for our business, and I appreciate that. And if there's other ways you can appreciate, well, that's good. But if not, saying the words is as good sometimes as doing anything else. So think about the good and the bad end of the spectrum. So I found in that first example that I talked about that when I went early in the morning, the staff were not as committed to getting up and going. And it was because they weren't morning people. But they'd always been rostered onto the morning for whatever reason. Initially, it was probably because they put their hand up thinking that would be a good time to start. But we had to sit down, me as the manager, them as the employee, and say, well, is this the best time for you to be working? Do we need to rethink? Do we need to have a better roster, a schedule? So it's not always you that opens up. It's not always you that closes, whatever it is, so that there are options for people and they feel like they are being included 
in the decisions that are being made. The other outcome from that activity, which was a, a good thing in the long run, but it was horrifying at the time, was that the outreach service that was offered was based on a bus that was geographically located a, a distance away and then went out and did a, a route around a, a geographical area. Well, I went out to where the bus was supposedly stopping because they used to put in a, a claim form and a report every week. And I went out to see what they were doing. And it didn't turn up. And it was nowhere to be found. And, and then when the following week came and they put in their report, they said, yes, they'd been out and they'd done this and they'd done that. And I said, well, that's interesting because it wasn't there when I was there. And I had taken photos and, and date stamps and all sorts of things and so that becomes a different kind of management issue but if you're providing a community service any kind of service and it is expected at a certain time and that's not happening and you don't know that it's not happening because no one's going to complain they're just going to think oh well it isn't here but they lose confidence in you you your business your management style Kim I agree that it's very very important as a manager to be in touch and know firsthand how your customers feel about your service and how you can continuously improve and listen to their needs and satisfy them. Of course, there's many, many ways to do that. There's known and tried and <laughs> tried and tested methods of survey, and they're pretty good. And those surveys can be done by a third party or they can be done at the point of sale where you know that you've got the screen and you press smiley face, happy with the service, not happy with the service and reasons, etc. Some people choose to do those voluntarily if they're really happy normally <laughs> or if they're totally unhappy. Anyway, so that's one way. But if you are in a position where you can go in the, the actual interaction area, and see what's happening between customers and staff, that's really good. Now, another way would be in, in cases of where people ring in, whether it's a call center, a customer service line, compliance line, should I call it that? Maybe you can buddy on the phone with them. Don't say anything, just listen, just to hear firsthand how that interaction is. Likewise, any calls, outgoing calls from your staff, to the customers, you can listen to that and figure out what's going on that way. Another thing that I really liked, and from my experience worked really, really well, the frontline staff, no matter where they are, whether they in the front office where you work as a manager, or interstate or overseas, it doesn't matter. What I found really good was if we had a meeting every morning with the key people on the, in the sales and ask what was the customer experience about a certain topic or certain product or certain service that's just been launched and get the view of all of them so they're sharing with each other what their experience was. In that very conversation, you're able to identify things that were not so good and things that, are, that went really good and learn from each other. So that's a success sharing type of arrangement. And at the end of the day, do the same. I know that sounds like a hell of a lot and time consuming, but to me it was vital because I could act on it together with my team in real time. So if someone was saying, customer came in and complained about 
you know, delays in, in this or, or whatever. How did everyone else handle it? What did we learn from it? And how to go about it by helping almost immediately the very next day rather than wait for the surveys, analyze it, etc. What's even more important in my book is that the, your staff, to listen to your staff about what they're experiencing and what they're saying and feeling about how they can service the customers better. In other words, having flexibility, do they have a certain amount of flexibility or they don't have any flexibility to, you know, to go from the script, etc. So I think at the end of the day, it would be absolutely fantastic if you could walk amongst it and find out. Another way I used to do, I think we'll do less of that these days, uh, mystery shoppers. They used to have mystery shoppers going out and, and then coming back with their feedback and experience to management. I prefer the direct approach of being transparent, again, listening to your staff and, and look at the results and look at what the customers are saying. And the most powerful thing from a customer's perspective that things are going well is re repeat business and recommendation. So in your example, Kim, where you had that bad experience about the end of the day, that is terrible. So obviously <laughs> that didn't help them at all. And you could come up with a couple of things they could have done differently. And still, if they were very, very strict about shut time for whatever reason, they couldn't open because whatever reason, security, etc then that's fine, just to explain to you that let, let me come with you, I'll help you find it. Um, we've got five minutes, but I'm sure we can make it, let's go, that sort of thing. I think that would be a much, much better approach. So yes, customer service is the most important and I believe that without that, you won't get business. So it makes good sense. So all of these things, I think you need to be thinking about particularly now when we're looking at how we provide services differently to how we've done it in the past. So let's just make sure that as managers, we are checking to see that our service and the level of service that we would want to be providing is actually being provided. And if it's going above that, that we're recognising it. And if it's going below that, that we address it. I'm Kim Bailey, she's Fuliana Osborne, and this is Inside Exec.